0: Good morning, good afternoon. How are you doing out there today? This is David Robert for the Marketplace of Ideas podcast. And I want to welcome you to a uh, to a short episode. We're going to be talking about something that I was thinking about over the last little bit, in which um, it was a, how can I put this, something that was brought to my attention watching a, uh, basically a YouTube clip on how to break up with other. Now, I'm not breaking up with my significant other or anything like that, but what we what um, brought to mind was that growing up, we were told how we can uh, break apart from various relationships. So it could be a job, how to quit, it could be how to quit a project, or how to get out of, you know, maybe training for something, but for uh, even breaking up with, with girlfriend, boyfriend, uh, significant other, whatever the case may be. What I thought really interesting was that what happens when you as an individual or a person break up with a friend or a long-time padre, you know, um, or something of that nature. You're never really taught how to move away from a friendship that doesn't serve us anymore or from a relationship that's toxic. So if you have a friend or um, like a Somebody who you've known for a long period of time, who is like, hey, they're causing you some problems, they're causing you issues, you're not able to sort of, what's the word I'm looking for? They're kind of like energy vampires in a way, you know what I mean? Like, you put in so much energy and time into the relationship, and they put in almost nothing. And then you get to a point where you're like, look, I just can't do this anymore. So that's what we're going to be discussing today. Um, I don't have an article... Right now, I'm just—I'm actually putting one together as we speak because, um, in my own experience, um, definitely there's people that you know you—you—and I mean—and let me backtrack a little bit. It's not to say that um, I'm one to just willy-nilly get rid of friends or family members in my life, but there there are times and instances where people will move on, where they will gain a new perspective, they'll take on different um, a different job, they'll move. just might fade away, and the things that you had in common. Um, sometimes it was based upon your proximity, your friendship with this individual. It could have been based upon your working relationship. It could be based upon the fact that maybe you're in-laws, and now that you're you're divorced or things of that nature, um, you're no longer in contact with them. So it's kind of something that I, I found really really interesting that I just want to kind of dive into. One of the things that start off by saying that when you have friendships, uh, in the beginning, it can be very euphoric, almost like, you know, a new romantic relationship. You meet somebody new, and you have a couple things in common. It could be fishing, it could be hunting, it could be comic books, it could be sports, it could be any one of those things. And what tends to happen is, as time goes on, and you grow, they grow, you move towards different things start to drift apart. So a good example of this is um, I've known a few friends. I had I have a couple of friends that I've known for almost 20 years. Um, friends that I met while I was at um, our community college here in, in Everton, Alberta. And, um, a lot of them still keep in touch or still talk and everything else. But what tends to what tend to, tend to happen with a few of them is that they were able to kind they they were still into certain things that uh, you know once you reach a certain age you're not really kind of into it. So what I'm trying to get at is when you look at situations such as uh, bar hopping or heading out to the club or you know maybe you're you're out drinking all night and things of that nature. And when you're um, when you're out there drinking or when you're out there trying to pick up chicks or when you're out there you know just Thursday Friday Saturday out you know living it up if you have like, say a family or you got kids or you've got a career or something of that nature you got to be in bed by eight you can't be out there hitting the, the streets you um, you're not able to do that or if you've got kids they got to be in bed by eight someone's got to be home to watch those kids somebody can't just you can't just be out there doing whatever you want i mean you can get a babysitter or maybe a grandparent or a parent but most part you're up you know and so that that time constraint takes away from the fact that hey I've got you know there's there's people I want to see things I want to do I can't because you know you can't bring a kid to a liquor store you can't bring a kid to a pool hall you can't bring your your son or daughter to um, uh boys night out you know it's kind of like it's just not the place for it so because of that things tend to kind of drift apart a little bit um I think the second thing in why we never learn how to kind of break up with friends is because, I mean, if you want to go back to like an anthropological sort of sense, you know, if, if you look at our history, when we were hunter gatherer as people like to say, I'm describing that in kind of um, past uh, relationships with humans, you would have your own tribe, you would have people within your, within your family group, as it were, that you were all looking out for each other out hunting tooth's or woolly mammoths, whatever the case was, and you knew that the person next to you had your six, had your back, and they looked like you, they spoke like you, they, they smelled like you, and anybody else that didn't fit that parameter was danger. You know, it was like, you got to watch out for that person. Marauders coming over the hills kind of thing, you know, to loot and pillage. And so there was a real vested interest in making sure that you and, every, and whoever looked like you and was from your tribe, you guys were in sync. Not be in sync with what was going on, man. All right, you're out of here because it would be the danger of our stronghold. It would be the danger of our resources and our children and our women, and, you know, and your livestock and things of that nature. So when you have a, a kind of like a, a friendship built on, on birds of a feather kind of thing, right? Um, a lot of times it's difficult to break away from those friendships or to break up, i.e., with that friend because vested interest and also the sunk time you've put into them, right? You know, so when you look at, hey, man, we used to have all these great times together and we used to do this and we have all these great memories and, and this, that, and the third, and you start to think, man, you know what, maybe, maybe we'll reconnect on another time and maybe we'll chat another you know, down the road kind of thing. And then down the road shows up and then, you know, you, you get married and you have kids and they never meet your kids or they, you know, they don't come to the wedding or you know, they you know, the Christmas you haven't hung out with them. And at some point, you have to realize that that person is not your friend anymore. That's just somebody that, you know, word to that song. Um, I remember back in the day, it's somebody that you used to know, you know. So, yeah, if you're not able to break up with that friend, there's definitely that, that feeling of, hey, you know what, you used to be close, you used to be together, and now you're not. And what happens when now, you know, that person that you used to be so close to you don't want to let them go because of all the, you know, the memories that you've had. So, I think that leads me to the third third point: is that definitely there is that sort of nostalgic sort of feel. Um, I was watching, like, I'm a huge fan of '80s and '90s, you know, pop culture. So we're talking Batman, Ghostbusters, you know, the Pound Puppies, the Care Bears, the Smurfs, all that kind of stuff, because that was, you know, what I watched growing up as a child, and so. When you look back upon that stuff now that you're, you know, grown-ass man, you start to realize, man, like those times were instances where I didn't have any bills, you know, like I didn't have any responsibilities of a mortgage, of, of a family, of a career. and not to say that those things are bad or that I like, don't like them. I love being a dad and husband and all that kind of stuff, but there's definitely a you know, when things get pretty stressful or when you're just worried about bills and money and things of that nature, you start to realize, man, you know, I used to, I used to be able to like, you know, go out and do whatever I wanted or, or excuse me, or I was able to come home at any time. Like if I wanted to catch a movie or a midnight matinee, I could do that. Or if I got a, you know, it was six o'clock and I got a call from the guys that, hey, we're going to meet at this, at this pub or Boston pizza, blah, blah, you know, are you down to come out? And you're like, yeah, let me grab my coat. And blah, blah, blah. Now you have to book in advance, check with the significant other, you know, make sure that somebody's watching the kids or if you got a pet or at what time you're going to be home. And so there's a lot of constraints. And so when you have a friendship that was based upon that time period, you start to, you start to, think, nah, I'm not going to, you know, we, we used to have such good times together. That was when, that was, you know, the nostalgic period of, of your life. And if you've moved on from that, it's not a bad thing. If you have kids that you've been taking care of or responsibilities, there's nothing wrong with that. And so in lieu of that, hey, you know, um, there's an old saying that says, uh, the wedding bells break up the you know, kind of thing. You know, it's like, you can't be out at three in the morning anymore. You can't be out, um, you know, getting, getting drunk on a weekday because you've got to work in the morning, you know. And so a lot of that comes with the breaking up. Obviously, breaking up with friendships, but definitely a moving apart or a distance. And then, uh, you know, the fourth the fourth thing that I, I think one of the reasons we don't break up with friends or we find it difficult to do so is that we've just never been taught, you know. Um, and I, I, definitely, I definitely feel that that's something that needs to be addressed, you know. We need to have that sensory acuity to say, you know what, this isn't working out. Like this... Whatever this friendship is or was at the time is not that now. We're not, you know, you're not kids anymore. You're not single anymore. You're not out there hitting clubs anymore. Or or you're not able to make it to the hunting trips or the fishing trips and things of that nature. And you just are in a different space. You know, you're in a different way of existing. And the old ways aren't, aren't, you're not able to do that anymore. You're not able to cut it anymore can't be drunk till 3 in the morning, wake up from work at 6, and, you know, like when you're 18 or 19, I mean, nothing's, nothing's wrong, you know, so we don't get taught how to break up with friends, and I think it's, it's just something that we need to be able to say to you know, ourselves and to our kids or whatever, hey, if you're friends with somebody and you no longer have a lot of things in common anymore, it's kind of weird hanging out with them, it's kind of strange, you're kind of like, ah, I don't really know, If, if, if you have the same values and stuff like that, then it might be time to kind of you know take a break and see how that feels, and then you know, and be honest, be honest with them and say, look, um, reach out to them, and say, look, you know, um, it was a great, you know, X amount of time, I had some great memories, had some great experiences, but as it stands right now, we're on two different paths. And peace, you know, or you know, just be more, you can be more eloquent or, or whatever, but um, yeah, just to be able to, to acknowledge that and to understand that. That's a really valuable trade. I think the fifth point would probably be because of social media, and I know social media. um, I'm recording this in October of 2021, and as of this month, there's been some uh, revelations, as it were, that everybody knew, but nobody wanted to talk about how Facebook and a lot of social media giants conduct their business practices and what it's doing for the social fabric of our communities and our um interrelation interpersonal relationships and skills and the fact that we're it's eroding our our, our skills to connect with one another and talk to one another but I, I i definitely believe that there is sort of like this cognitive capture of when you meet somebody for the first time you're gonna maybe connect with them on social media so facebook instagram and Maybe you might creep on them and see if they have mutual friends and stuff like that. But what happens with, with social media is that you can have friendships or relationships from decades ago, and you haven't spoken to that person since. It could have been a wedding. It could have been a graduation. It could have been a job that you were on, you know, momentarily. And you still have this person as one of your friend groups, you know, and they might make, you know, you might click on them or, or for a wedding picture, you might give them a high five or, or a thumbs up or whatever the case is, but you're not in that person's life. You're not, you know, essential to what they're about or, you know, who they are. And it's just, that it, I, I like to call it like le- the leftover kind of aspect of friendship where, Okay, it was fun and it was cool, but yeah you know, it's just you don't don't know them anymore. And but you still remember the times when you worked at such and such, or where you were hiking at such and such a place, or you were on vacation in this you know area, and you just befriended or that person on the plane, or you know at the coffee shop that you always went to, and you kind of became a lot more you know, more friends, close friends with them, and and you're like, man, I gotta talk so. I definitely feel that. The ability to know when it's time, like Kenny Rogers said, "No one it's time to fold, is an essential skill that we need to start de- developing within, um, within ourselves and our youth. Not that, now, now here's, here's, the, here's the counterpoint to that. You can find a way to reconnect with old um, flames, so to speak, or with old folks. And, and I, I have this theory that if you give a person one calendar year, right? So one calendar year to um, you or they to contact each other either through phone, email, um, or, um, or what else? Or uh, snail mail or pigeon or smoke sc- <laughs> smoke signal, whatever, right? Um, just they give you, you give them like a year from the time you start thinking about them and be like, you know what, let me reach out to them and, you know, do it like once once a month or once every couple of weeks and you say, hey man, you know, just wanted to reconnect, see how you're doing. If after 52 weeks, Right, or even, even like 12, if you do it once a month, After 12 tries, and they're still not re- reciprocating anything, or it's kind of like lukewarm, it's like, yeah, yeah. You can kind of read the room, you know, and, and start to realize, okay, maybe this friendship has run its course. Maybe this relationship was just work-related, it was due to proximity, or it was due to, you know, uh, being married to a family member, or sorry, married to... Not married to a family member, but married to, um, married to a spouse, now you're divorced, and the only reason you were connected to, the, to these people is because of the marriage or the relationship. And so you can, you can kind of move on from that, as it were, and you know, try to find some common ground. And, and hey, you know what, once you do that, it's kind of like spring clean, right? It's kind of like getting rid of the old clothes, getting rid of all the clutter, and making way for something new. So if it's, you know, a relationship that, hey, you know what, you guys used to go bowling all the time, now you don't bowl anymore, right? Or you used to go hiking all the time, now you're not you're not into hiking. Or you used oh, excuse me, you used to travel a lot, or you, know, you used to shoot skis, or I don't know, or fly fishing, whatever the case is, you just don't do it anymore, and that was the one thing you had in common. Maybe it's time to call it quits, you know, and move on, and that way different relationships, different energy, different vibrations, different frequencies, um, you know, to grow even more. And I I, I definitely feel that's something that as we um, traverse into the network, sorry, social media network and the various um, platforms that are out there, I think this is a skill that we definitely need to start developing just to... Maintain sort of focus, but also to maintain um, just a, a really good circle of, of friends and family members that you can kind of rely on and trust. Cause I mean, you'll you'll talk to maybe people who have like quite a number of followers on Facebook. season or a time period where it's just not a priority to be out late at night, right? You might have kids, really young children, or whatever the case is, but it is a two-way street, and so if you are in a relationship, be it romantic or otherwise, where you are giving everything, it's time to reconsider that, you know, or if you're in a, you have friends that were from 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago, and you don't talk to them, no real communication. And to be completely honest, they would probably not even notice if you <laughs> if you got rid of them on Facebook, you know, maybe it's time to kind of rethink some things. But hey, but before you do that, always make sure to, um, if you're going to get rid of friends or you know, move on, give them at least uh, a year, if, depending on how deep the friendship goes. But if it's, you know, somebody that you, you know, you're, you're day one, you ride or die kind of partner. Go through all the seasons. Go through all of the months. You know, email, text, whatever. Don't be a creep about it. Don't be a stalker about it. But just try to connect with them and see what happens. You know, and, and you might be surprised. You might be able to rekindle a f- uh, friendship. Uh, you know, with new and different experiences, lived experiences. Or you might find, hey, you know what? This is my right its course. No harm, no foul. God bless. See you on the other. you know, See you this side of this side of heaven. I'll see you, kind of thing. Uh, to search for new energy out there, you know. So, yeah, that was um, just a little, a little uh, quick episode. I was just thinking about, but just like you know, five steps to kind of see how you can not divorce your friendships, but um, kind of move, move on, I guess you could say, you know. But uh, until next time, hopefully uh, this has met you in a really good place. You can find the Marketplace by Kids podcast wherever you get your podcast um, be it Apple, be it Google Play, be it Podbean, Stitcher. We are out there. So until next time, take care and be good to each other.